0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Devon, how you doing? What's the latest? I'm doing good. Not same old, same old. Can't really uh, nothing new. Nobody uh, sick in the day family? Life. No, because no.
2: everybody's got sickness in their family now. Yeah, right? I don't know is what the hell is all Catherine like. and everybody sick or? No, it's Andy and his wife and, and son. I think his son's doing okay now, though. Oh, okay, but, uh, you know. You got Brit, Brit's got a baby that's not uh, feeling all that great. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, we got, uh, but you know, it's it's like all that cold stuff, and then it could be with a one-year-old, it could also be teething, or stomach, yeah. or mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, and I got to learn, I got to teach that yeah. little monster to how to talk, because I she's feel getting like... The
1: black lung from all this, Right. Ca- uh, what is it, Canadian wildfire yeah. air that we've got yeah. going on.
3: I'm working on a lawsuit for Canada, it's very broad, <laughs> hopefully I can get somebody to pay up.
2: Every time you guys say that name, I think... <laughs> I can't remember who the comedian was, but uh, he's talking about those... Because they used to run those promos for Canada. Matter of fact, Craig We Did you ever work with Craig Weiss? Any of you? Mm-hmm. No. One of the most brilliant uh, writers in the history of commercials. He just wrote great commercials. They showed this beautiful scenery from Canada all the way from Vancouver. that went through the entire country of Canada. You know, and then 60-second commercials. There are all these... Scenes kept popping up. And at the very end, this very old woman is like, she comes up from the bottom of the camera. So it's like she was hiding underneath the camera.
3: <laughs> oh, it's like, she, that like that dog from Duck Hunter. Yeah, yes. That's
2: exactly right. So at the very end of the commercial, she pops her head up th- from the bottom, looks at the camera. She goes, Canada! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a brilliant commercial.
3: That would be perfect for this situation that we've I been in just Canada. Yeah. It
1: well, it's like those Illinois commercials with <laughs> Jane Lynch that are all over the place. Oh, now. Yeah. yeah. I
2: love Jane Lynch. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she's a Chicagoan, no question about that. So that's very, very cool. So, what's the latest in your life, Palomino? Uh, I'm just working a ton. Um... What's new? Not a whole lot. No, we should promote not your business because you have a personal business. Well, it's yeah. not a
1: personal business. So, it, like, oh, I thought but you it, owned the. Business. Oh no, we're starting to transition to that point. Hopefully, we'll get it all ready by next summer. But yeah. you want me to talk to somebody?
2: I mean, if you can talk to somebody, yeah,
1: that'd be. <laughs> you, you don't talk <laughs> you enough figure. in your day to day life.
2: So. No, I don't. like I said, I got the fourteen hour day coming up. So you're absolutely. I need. I need to get off my ass. You know what I mean? Yeah,
3: right. we've been hoping so. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's about time. There's no question.
3: Pick up the slack, Bernard.
2: Uh, last night, I exchanged uh, text messages, and then uh, we had a little short conversation on the phone. Judd, I can't take it anymore. That's all I'm saying it's to that
4: you. from your tone in the phone conversation.
2: Oh, my God, that team sucks right now. And I understand that Atlanta's a really good baseball team. I do understand that, but that team is a disaster right now. Well, as I told you in our,
4: uh, as you alluded to, brief conversation last night, turn off the game and walk away right now. Yeah, because <laughs> that thing was what it was um, in the first two innings. Joe Ryan, who had just pitched a complete game, gave up five home runs. Five home runs, and then and then the Atlanta pitcher spent the rest of the game basically doing anything he can to give the game back, and they go all for ten with guys in scoring position. Yep. And, yep. Uh, I mean, it is. Absolutely maddening to watch.
2: They literally are a disaster right now. There's no question about that. I I just, well, look, I watched the first inning. Hey, twin score run. Now we're talking. They're up one to nothing. Good start. Maybe we can tie this thing up. Game apiece, go to game three. The first pitch of the bottom of the first, the first pitch left the park. (laughs) A home run. The game was tied. One
4: pitch. Well, and then it was what? It went first pitch of the game home run, triple after that, Jeez. another home run. So we're not, now it's threes. I mean, it was, as you said, Atlanta is really good. They're a good team. But what the Twins are doing being in still by half a game, so it might be not the same after today, but – what they are, you know, being in first place, it's just an embarrassment to first place in
2: yes. sports. it is. I love the team. But I just, see, the problem I have, Judd, and you know this, that I love the team so much I cannot watch them get slaughtered. I can't watch it. Oh,
4: I know. Uh, I know. You don't, you don't need, I think all, all of us on the show can confirm this, you don't need added aggravation unnecessarily. And the Minnesota Twins are added aggravation.
2: There's no doubt about it. I, they're just, the beginning of the year, I had hope. I thought, hey, you know, there's some good people on this team. And, and you and I have been saying the same names over and over again. Who comes up in the first inning, gets us out of that uh, very successful first inning? Kepler comes up and, get, and hits into a double play. It's like, yep. Jesus, is that all he ever does is hit into double plays? That's actually, if you watch it, that's Correa's job. Yeah, that's right. the guy who's supposed to. He leads baseball. He did it again last night. He did he it again. He came
4: yeah. up. He did it again. He hit into a double play. If I'm not mistaken, uh. the last statistic I saw, he leads baseball in double plays hit into.
2: I think so. I think you're right about that. So what is it, everyone? Tevin, Judd, everybody else on the show, what is the problem? They started off so well, didn't play great teams. And again, Atlanta's a really good team. But they look horrible right now. What happened? You're- They just aren't, I
4: I fear, beyond the starting pitching actually, aside from last night, being really improved, they're just not that good, and the bats are just far too inconsistent. And look, I mean, I'm sorry, but I keep hearing things about, well, will Carlos Correa snap out of this? Yeah, It's almost July 1st. Do you snap out of something that has plagued you? for essentially 3 months beyond a hot, you know, a hot game or two here or there, like a a slump is <clears throat> 2 weeks, 3 weeks maybe, right? Yep. So I, I mean, Correa in the field is unbelievable, but at the plate he has been a colossal bust. To your point, Kepler, a guy like Kepler gives you nothing and he mm. keeps playing and yep. playing and and nobody does anything different there. But you know when you can't get timely hits when you're this bad with as the Twins are with the bases loaded when you're this bad with guys in scoring position I mean last night should have really been like a 10 to 8 game like they the, the Braves yeah, were begging yep. the Twins hey come back let's make this a high scoring yep. and I'm not sure who wins but the point is it should have been like 10 to 8 and instead they just can't get a hit and and I would go back to you know I keep or you hear things like, "Well, you know, I, eventually it's going to change, but is it really?"
2: <laughs> I don't think it is going to change. Well, last night was Game 81. The season's half over already. Yes, half over already, and they're below 500. And they're below 500. They're at 41 and or excuse me, 40 and 41. Uh, I could not believe that. I, my hopes were up when they scored that run in the first inning. Hey, maybe we can hang in there. Got a good pitcher on the mound. No, no, mm-hmm. not tonight. We don't. Okay, whatever. Yeah, no, it's, The agitation again. Yes. See? That's the problem.
4: Kevin, the agitation for yep. me. You fucked oh. up again. You and when
1: the season especially like compared to when the season started there was hope we might yep. have a chance this year. Yep. Everything was happy, bunnies and duckies, and now it's <laughs> I can't even watch the game. It's yeah, seeing the deterioration of your fanhood is oh. not fun to watch. I bet it's not fun to watch no. cuz it's agonizing. It really no. is
2: agonizing for me. Yeah,
1: and it's now it's like starting to get to the point where the twins, like Judd, you're saying they're just not as good as everybody anticipated. So it's trying to now reassess on what should we actually be expecting from this team moving forward
2: and into next year. What is it, Judd? Is it uh, do we need to to just empty the empty the clubhouse? Oh,
4: I don't know. They need to empty the clubhouse, but when your bats are this inconsistent and just flat out not good yeah you need to make you need to make and this goes back to what we've been talking about since you you started to get pissed at the team rightfully so you need to make some changes (laughs) yeah like like it it's a dead horse at this point but what's max kepler doing here why is he still here i don't know what's the point what are you doing he's a good outfielder he is a damn good outfielder but he can't hit no he can't hit and the other thing though is and i I think this was very astutely pointed out um on the red sox telecast when boston was in town and i think the analyst said it and it's a thousand percent right too though this team offensively is built wrong it's built for baseball in 2019 when the ball was juiced and so like their hope of home runs Which in 19 worked, but now the game, I mean, the the game has literally been changed, right? They put in new rules, the ball is not juiced now, and they still have this resistance to playing what amounts to smart baseball, which is what most of us like to watch. And so, like, they're still hopeful that, you know, Max Kepler is going to go up there with two guys on and hit a home run. Well, he hits a ground ball, and it's a double play. Yes. Oh. At some point in time, you have to realize your construction in some way, shape, or form, and in this case, it's offense, is just flawed. It's flawed. You're going to have to change it. You know, Joey Gallo is going to hit some really, really cool high pop-ups and some long home runs. But you know what else he's going to ordinarily do? Just strike out. Strike out. He doesn't make sense here
2: right now. I know. I I don't know what to tell you. I I will not be watching game three with Atlanta because I don't think they have any chance of winning a damn. (laughs) No,
4: don't. Please don't. For the sake of everyone, including yourself, do not watch (laughs) game
3: three. I say do it.
2: It's probably not good for the blood pressure to continue to watch Twins games on a regular basis. You know, there might. I just. I will provide proof there is a God because I have a 14 hour work day today, so I can't watch the game. So there is a God. He's got okay. me working every damn that's minute good. of the day, so I can't watch the game. And and how about Brittany right there
4: just saying that you should watch it? I mean, oh, yes. it's fun to watch you guys <laughs> on this roller coaster. <laughs> I, I thought you were Tom's friend. I, I thought, you know, you, yeah. knew, you know am, the family.
3: But also, sometimes it's nice to have Tom angry at somebody other than me, and I appreciate that.
2: What do you mean? It's only been like 20 years.
3: Th- that's true. You know. Plus, uh, I do get a kick out of you having such an emotional uh, investment in the Twins. You'll be like, I love them. They're the best. In the next game, they're the worst.
2: Worst team of all time. Ah. I hate them. That's, I can't argue with that. That's that's how I am. There's no doubt about it. Yeah.
1: But that just boils down to just any fanhood. Because I'm the same way with the Vikings during football yeah, season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is where we're going to the Super Bowl. And then the next play is, I'm never watching this team again. I hope they, we trade everybody. <laughs> I hope they move. Tevin is still angry move.
3: at his teacher's uh, pregnant wife. Yes, from him in high school.
1: Yes, because she third. Uh, no, it was in the '98 season, so I'd have been in like third grade. Oh, yeah. third grade. Okay, yeah.
3: so like Tevin. Yes. yes, you hold on to grudges. Yes,
1: yep, and she, rightfully so. She potentially cost us a Super Bowl that year by praying that he missed that kick. So it's an unforgivable. What? Yeah, because she yeah. didn't
3: want her husband to be she gone was, when she he was, was like giving birth. nine and a
1: half months pregnant and her her husband, who's my third grade teacher, was going to miss the birth of his child to go be in the city where the Vikings are playing in the Super Bowl. And so she knew this and prayed that Gary Anderson missed that kick against Atlanta. Okay,
3: the person we have to blame is that terrible husband. <laughs> Who no. said he was okay, gonna first leave of all, her?
1: Mr. Crybeck is a phenomenon. <laughs> oh
3: my God, his name <laughs> applies perfectly
1: <laughs>
4: there to this baby go. of a
3: human. I'm, I'm gonna go. Like I get it. She made the right um, call.
4: No, Brittany, I, I got news for you. Okay.
3: What? Given me. Children are
4: born every day. Exactly. Multiple children. You know the last time the Vikings won a Super Bowl, Brittany? Okay. Never.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. here we go. But I think and they
4: go. have, like, three kids. So he had two more opportunities to see his kids get bored. <laughs> you know, oh, my, old man, my old man was at home <laughs> asleep when I was born, and my mom had to call and say, it's a boy, or, okay? yeah. So, Dad. like, things have changed. Do
3: we really want this child to become the next Judd Zulgad, though? You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh,
2: that's kind of wow. nice. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's kind of a shot. I don't know. I guess we'll just keep plugging. Oh, look. I mean, at least we live in the state of hockey, so. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh,
3: wait. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, wait. I, I forgot. I yep. even
3: know that joke.
4: Oh. Good
2: God. Why, why? Why? did we do it?
4: <laughs>
2: why did I ever get involved in watching sports?
4: Well, you, wait. You got two World Series championships from it, though. I did. Like I, mm-hmm. We can't bitch too much. Tevin oh. has no idea what it's like to make a playoff run. That's true. Much less, much no. less. I, I wouldn't, you know what? I would say that it isn't worth it if we hadn't been around in 87 and 91, which was phenomenal. So I'll take those two. I
2: would also like to complain about the fact that when the Minnesota Gophers won the national football championship, <laughs> I was so young I didn't give a rat's ass. So thanks a lot for not waiting for me to catch up. Right? Yeah, oh. that's a lost cause right there. And of course, the Minneapolis Lakers, same deal. I was six, seven years old. Didn't give a rat's ass. They move and win about nine billion championships more, because the Minneapolis Lakers won how many? They won a lot of NBA championships.
4: Uh, yeah, they won something like four or five, I and think then it's four they, or five, they w- yeah. And then they won the precursor. I think their first championship was the precursor to the NBA
2: championship. Yes. Why they had to. Soon as Tommy turns seven, let's get up and get out of town. Goodbye. Why me? They could. They couldn't find a place to play. That that was the yeah, incredible that's true. thing. That is like true. They were playing at
4: what? Some games at the auditorium. Some games at the armory. Yep. At the time. Yep. Is this, I love pro sports. Back then. Is this
0: true that they played? Let's see. So 1950 to 1960. Yeah. But it says 16 championships. Is that? Is that that must be with the Lakers, right? That's got to be. That yeah, can't be yeah. right. Yeah. So four championships in ten years though. So the first yep. yeah, so ten years and four championships, forty percent
2: of the time you're winning the championship, that's an amazing stat. And let's not build them a stadium. Let's let them leave town and win nine more <laughs> champion or twelve more championships. Yeah. Jesus, Minnesota, when are you gonna wake up? <laughs> well and, and and at
4: at that time my guess is that they didn't need – they didn't aggressively pursue one. They probably just said, "Screw it, we're out of here." by Yeah.
2: Well, they did. Was it Bob Short owned the team, didn't he yeah. at the time? I yeah,
4: Bob. Bob Short, who later owned, was it the, was it the Washington Senators, the second version of them time that moved I to think Texas? So.
2: I think you're right. Yeah, I think that is true. So Bob liked to buy teams and sell them for a lot more money.
4: You know, Bob was a very smart man then, because at that time I'm not sure that yeah. that, that actually happened that much.
2: But you know, at least we got. Oh, that's right. We've never won a hockey championship either. Never. Mind. Yeah.
4: Yeah, no. yeah. And and but Tom, the thing about this is, you know the. It's sad that the Lakers left, but they got replaced eventually by the Timberwolves. I mean, what more Whoa. could they ask for? Oh, my
1: gosh, don't even get me started on
4: the Timberwolves.
1: I saw another Carl Anthony Towns quote. Oh, God. Where he uh-uh. said he's saving. He must have been asked if he's getting married to his girlfriend, uh, Jordan Woods, I believe. But he said essentially he's saving his finger for a championship ring with the Timberwolves. Oh, my God. And he God. will probably end up going to his grave with. That outer ring on that championship finger, or a wedding ring. <laughs> yeah, that saying you'd rather have a championship ring than
2: marry his right, girlfriend. Exactly. That's probably not. A good he's one.
3: like in the game to get in the championship, and he's just not ready to get married. So you just see him like <laughs> throwing the ball everywhere.
2: Any day now, it'll happen. Hold we, on, Jordan. We do have to take a break here. I'll be right back right after this. With Tommy. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective, science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive the special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346 That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office, or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com, and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you.
3: All right, Judd, so after these games, is there a lot of emotional eating going on, or do you have...
4: There was at one time, possibly, but there's not now because of my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who have helped me not only lose 40 pounds a couple years back, but also have a game plan uh, for how to keep that weight off. And that's the difference here is the work that they're going to do to not only help you drop the weight. But lose it and keep it off. And that's the most important thing. If you join now for summer, eight weeks for free, too. So your first eight weeks for free. Imagine being down 15 to 20 pounds and you haven't even had to pay yet. That's what Livia is going to do for you. 855 go L I V E A, Livia.com. L I V E A.com, stopping at that website, is your first is your first move to dropping that unwanted weight and keeping it off.
3: Hi everybody, this is Adriana
2: Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform, wherever you listen to your podcasts. This
0: is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: We are back. Judd Zolgad with us, ladies and gentlemen. Tevin Pittman in studio as well, talking about the just very, very successful teams that Minnesota has. Are, are we okay now? No. I
4: feel like there's been a lot of purging, which is good for the soul.
2: I went and vomited but, just now.
4: But if there's something left, I mean, I don't know, more Vikings, something like that, you know, let's do it right now. Let's get our day off to a good start once we are through this this purging of the of the uh, uh, poor play and lack of total success since at least 1991 for our sports teams. <laughs> I, I should say our men. I should say our men's teams. To be fair, yeah. the Lynx do have championships. I should yep. be very clear: the four major men's teams. Yeah, no, they the are women, the ones who disappoint us. The
1: women have it figured out in this town, at least in the sports world.
2: Wasn't well, that like a two-team league? The, no, there's at least four. <laughs> you, there's, there's, there's at least, least
3: four. four. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like there is something. I don't something, know how many teams. But I don't know what it oh, is. There's a good there Love is it. so many times. I'm around you guys are sports broadcasters in Minnesota Ugh. where you guys throw out the, wait, wait, but the Lynx are doing well. And I know that none of you guys are going to Lynx games
1: or know how they're no.
3: actually doing.
1: No, but I have watched two of them.
3: And, and I'm not saying that they don't deserve it. I'm just saying there's always this, like, little subtitle of, like, asterisk of, but the Lynx are doing well. Like
1: Yeah, well, because it's also one of those things where if you don't say the Lynx are doing uh-huh. well, then everybody's like, don't forget the women's team. And it's like, yeah. oh, we
2: understand. Yes, they are champions. I have a question. Why would they name their team Lynx if it's a woman's team? I don't
3: know. I don't like, know. they're the smaller of the Timberwolves kind of, yeah, right? Isn't it, like, like the
2: Lynx of Bobcat? That's it.
3: Yeah, which is yeah. so lame.
2: Yeah, but... It's one letter away from minx, which means you're a whore. Hey,
3: so being why would a you a minx? Mean, does that necessarily mean you're a whore?
2: That's what I've been told oh. my whole life. Oh, I thought
1: I was always a compliment. I thought that was like an old little school minx, compliment. Yeah. Oh
3: well. Right. well look,
2: Maybe right, it right. is. I don't know. Maybe not in my neighborhood it wasn't <laughs> to stop calling I mean, that. that.
3: At least they didn't go insulting and go with cougars, cause God that would have been terrible.
0: Yeah, because Minneapolis slut bags just doesn't
2: throw bag. Their no, I'd go to the games. <laughs> if they were to the slut bags, I'd get a t shirt, I'd get a hat.
3: <laughs> See that
2: the honesty season I'm looking tickets. for. Oh, it's these tickets, baby. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. But like, like at the
4: he's got the prime seats courtside.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Catherine, I gotta go to the slut bags tonight. Okay, honey.
3: Why do you think like
2: <laughs> I would love <laughs> that. Catherine would love that too. She she would love that. She's Oh, uh, no, she a would. slut bag.
3: She would also say, I'll get tickets as well. Yes, Yes, exactly. Why do you think it is the Lynx don't catch on with popularity? Like, why are people attending Lynx games? And be honest, I I actually don't know. And it's
1: not like – I don't think it's a Lynx thing. It's just a WNBA in general. So people watch Mm -hmm. the NBA and it's, you know, three-point shots, the slam dunks, like it's very fast-paced. And the WNBA is just a different version of basketball. It's more of a team game. It's very fundamental. It's not like they don't rely on just sheer athleticism where – The NBA is more of a one-on-one, more of a showy type of league.
2: Yeah, it's a whole different kind of basketball, because most women cannot dunk. No. I mean, that changes the game quite a bit at a professional level. And it is getting better. Sorry, go ahead, Jed. Oh, I I was going to say, and the Lynx do have, like, a really good fan base. Yeah. Yeah, they
4: do. But, I mean, it's never going to be. And, unfortunately, like, as much as I love the sport of hockey, like, there's Hockey is a very passionate but sort of cult sport. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. like it's not a universal – like, football – like, the Vikings are universal. Like, everybody cares about them for the most part. And so, like, a team like the Lynx or a league like the WNBA is never just going to be, like, this breakout league. So, they they actually have a very passionate following. It's just not huge. Mm -hmm. But it's not like it's empty either. So Yeah, that's
3: good. Yeah.
1: No, and I think the WNBA has a lot of young, up and coming players, especially next year after, like, Paige Beckers enters the league and Caitlin Clark. But there's um, who's the Aaliyah Boston, I believe, is she's like the first rookie that's made the all star game as a starter in the
2: WNBA. So they definitely do have a bright future. I have a question. Yep. There's a question for Rudy and for Tevin, not for you, though. Got it. Okay, ready? And Judd, we'll run it by you, too. You know that. WNBA player that was in, in prison in Russia? Mm-hmm. Yep, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Do you think any of the four of us would lose a fight to her? I would 100% lose a fight to That's Brittany That's what I'm Griner. saying. Yeah. So basically all four of us yeah, would? As <laughs> she, she would whoop my ass. Yeah. To, but, oh, yeah. But to be fair,
0: I would probably lose a fight to three-quarters of the WNBA. <laughs> yeah, game, well, you would so. be
2: both, so there you yeah, go. How tall right. is that woman? Um, I would
1: say probably like
0: Four or five. Like when I saw six, it. Six four or she's five. Not, That's all, really? She's tall, but like it's not like six seven. It's I don't think she's that tall. Because she does look like yeah. she's
2: about six seven, six eight.
1: It okay. says
3: six nine. No that's, way. I was gonna say
1: six eleven, but yeah, six well, nine. You that's, go. It
3: says six nine. Wow. Did but when you She's size seventeen? Well, she wears a men's US size seventeen. Oh.
0: Okay. Well, oh my gosh. She's, she's Russian jail like cells make you look smaller. I yeah, guess. that's yeah. right, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly right. Hey hey, I
4: found Minx. I found the definition. Okay. Because I was curious. According to the, the definition I am looking at right here, it's an impudent, cunning, or body flirtatious girl or young woman. There you woman. go. See? Mm-hmm. So a slut? No. <laughs> no. No. You mm. could have been the minx, Tom. All right? Like, like they could name a team the Minx and it wouldn't be yeah. as bad. I, it's it's not let's, slut. Well, let's just go with slutty.
3: Slutty. He said not slut, slutty. <laughs> yeah, so it's a whole different. He's not deal. calling you a whore. You're just Whore-ish. whore-ish.
2: <laughs> whore-ish. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or adjacent. Exactly right. <laughs> tendencies of a whore <laughs> is what Brittany is. So I whore am. Is yeah. even better. That I do
3: have the tendencies <laughs> of a whore.
4: No, um, I didn't say that. Let's be very clear. I said that's what you were saying. Shut.
3: It's on the record.
4: I, I do w- not. Okay. Yeah. Thank you.
2: I will tell you. I did have a Lynx member as a, as a, when I lived in Golden Valley as a neighbor, and she could not have been more pleasant. He's a very very nice person.
0: Yeah, I wish that Sue Bird would get out and do a little bit more. I don't know if you guys know Sue Bird. She no, was the no. long time. She played for Connecticut and then for was a long time Seattle player. And man, uh, when she retired, she just retired like two years ago. She's been doing some podcasts and she's been doing some commentary. But super funny, very bubbly. She's actually married to Megan Rapinoe, Rapinoe, the oh. the soccer oh, yeah. player. And she's very funny. She's such a personality. And I just wish they would put her more in front of a camera because she could be a superstar outside of basketball for sure.
2: Well, see, there you go. Yeah,
0: you'd love her. She's so funny. What's her name again? Sue Bird. Sue Bird, mm-hmm. okay. I like it. Hey, I'm mix. nine. Five-nine only. Yeah. And tiny. Okay, Yeah. They say
3: one of the greatest players in WNBA history.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No, Sue Bird is fantastic. Although for women's sports, uh, it doesn't get any better than gymnastics, volleyball, and MMA. Those are the three. I would much rather watch women participate in Wh- If You're into that.
1: women's MMA? Absolutely. I, I, I can't watch it. Oh, it's, I don't know. Oh, it's I'm, great.
0: It, they're so much more aggressive. And, and men are just so, it's too violent. But women's MMA is perfect. <laughs>
3: Do you like men's MMA,
1: Kevin? I just, he just said he did. No. I was I, asking Kevin because he said I no I'm not a huge, I guess I'm not a huge MMA fan in missing. general, but yeah, I don't know. The, the women's one is weird to me. Oh, you got to watch. No. Yeah, you'll love it.
0: It's not like Fabulous Moolah back in the day that made your shorts <laughs> fabulous
2: grow. Fabulous Moolah. Made your shorts
0: grow a little bit.
2: <laughs> fabulous? <laughs> I remember Fabulous yeah. Moolah. God, I haven't heard that in a long time. A <laughs> long ago. Yeah. No question about that. Yeah. Catherine's not going to like it that you said a five nine woman is short. Well, but short for
0: WNBA. A... Well, for WNBA, yeah, as you yeah. write
2: about that. Could
3: you dunk on Catherine? Be honest.
2: Was <laughs> no, she like 5'10", five, five, something I, like that? Yeah, yeah. You Probably could, not. You could dunk on her. We'll I, lower the rims. Yeah. So you <laughs> could <can laughs> dunk on Catherine. Get her down about seven feet. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Probably not good for the I relationship. I could never dunk. I could grab the rim, but I could never dunk. It pissed me off. And I got big hands, too. So you'd think I could dunk. Yeah. But it's just that last little six inches where you had to put the ball over mm-hmm. the top. Six
3: inches is kind of a lot, by the way. Like, <laughs> well, not a
2: ten feet. I mean, yeah, that's or, you quite know, a bit. Like to miss by six
3: inches yeah. is not uh, short.
2: Shut up and leave me alone. <laughs> Get away from me. That's all I have to say. Uh, not exactly the sparkling sports career is all I have to say. But such is life.
4: Such is life. Dunking is hard, though. Like, I there, there's no
2: there's no um, uh, problem with that. I, I, I,
4: I couldn't get near the, the rim
2: when I was in the best shape of my life. I will tell you this, and I'm very, very serious about this. He used to play a lot of street ball. You know, back in the day, there was a uh, young man from North Minneapolis. I don't know if he wants me to say his name or not, so I won't. Five foot five, and he could dunk the piss out of a basketball.
3: Oh, that'd be impressive. I
2: yeah. mean, his feet looked like they were about eight feet off the <sighs> That's ground. That's crazy. Man, could he get up. And he had huge hands, Damn. too. I mean, so he could... He could literally palm a basketball and he could dunk. And I I mean easily dunk. It wasn't like, oh, he barely made it. Yeah. It was like boom. Five foot five. I mean that's impressive. That's, that's fun to up. watch. Mm-hmm. 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 It was. It was was not fun to play against, no. I will tell you that. But you know. <laughs> such is life. So what else? There gotta be some good news in We've been talking about Minnesota Sports and it's like, has anybody won anything yet? <laughs> Bueller.
4: Yeah. Bueller? Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> I got bad news for you, Tom. Right now, I don't think there's much good good news. I mean, no. even, as we talked about yesterday, it's partially a dead period as well. Mm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the Twins, this is the Twins' time to, and don't laugh, it, it's the Twins' time to shine because, you know, no one else is playing right now. Like, this is when, if right. you're going to, you know, if if you're a casual baseball or Twins fan, right now is the time you dip in and you're like, yeah, I might watch a couple games, an inning, a pitch. And then like you said, Joe Ryan gives up a home run on the first pitch and you turn the game off. So,
2: First pitch, home run. <laughs> I'm like, goodbye. I can't do it. I, I am just, I'll be, and I'll be honest with you, I do understand this. I am such a huge fan of the Twins, I cannot stand the agony. If I were just a casual fan, it wouldn't bother me that much. But I've been a fan since I was nine years old, and it drives me nuts when they suck like that.
4: What did you do during the the period after the '91 series? They fell off in like '93 or '94, yeah. I think it was, and then they were terrible for the rest of the '90s. Yeah, they were. Yep did Did you just bail on that one? Because that was an extended period of crap.
2: It was an extended period of crap, and I just I don't know. I'll still to this day I don't know why that happened because they had just won '87 and '91. I mean, I figured every few years they'd win, a, they'd win a World Series. They haven't won one since 91. That's pitching 20, went, what, how many, 30 years ago now.
4: Yeah, pitching went to hell. And, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing that definitely, I, I think, impacted
2: that team in a huge way was when Herbeck decided to walk away. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. Herbeck was a huge, God, don't tell him I said something nice about him. I'll never hear the end of it. Why Herbeck, did he walk away? I don't know. I think he'd had, Herbeck is one of the most laid-back guys I've ever met. You know, he's a, a big man, one of the nicest guys. I, I've been working with him. I did, he had a, remember his sports show he had? The, he had a fishing show and mm-hmm. all that stuff on Channel 11. And I did the voiceover for him. By the way, let me just point something out. That show was on the air for what, about four or five years, something like that? Mm-hmm. Did great, yeah. And I did the voiceover for the whole four or five years. Yep. Uh, at this point, I do believe that uh, <laughs> Kent Herbeck owes me 155 beers because he was never going to give me any money. He was going to buy me a beer, and he never did that either. So he owes me like 155 beers, and I don't drink anymore, so that's going to be a bitch. I'll
0: take him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, can Rudy and I
2: Tevin and, <laughs> and Brittany, yeah, baby? Well, no, the Br- you So it's Rudy, Deva No, not Brittany. Yep. Can we split him up? I would, would. Let's get her back on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. Get off your her ass. Back.
4: <laughs> yeah. I Tell Kent, hey... 155 beers divided by three, and I would like to have a few with Ken. I have a feeling that would be incredibly
2: fun. Oh, God, Mm -hmm. yes, back in the day, back in the day, man. Timmy Laudner, all the guys, that was, God, that was fun. You know, i got to be honest with you, I'm glad you brought that up, because looking back, as I said, I was a, a Twins fan since I was nine years old. I just adored the twins because, you know, David Anderson's father took us to a game and I was just enthralled with the stadium and how beautiful it was and it was like being in heaven and all the rest of it. Yep. If I had ever known that I would become such good friends with so many guys who had won a World Series, that was like a dream come true for me. Yeah. I, I never even realized that, actually. It's like, God, it, all the guys that I just – the teams that I love, the Bob Allisons and the Harmon Killer I got to know Harmon really, really well. Uh, and I don't know how this happened, but Catherine said, What do you want me to do with all these baseballs? I said, What are you talking about? She goes, I got all these baseballs in the closet. I said, I have no idea. I went and looked in the closet. There's like 15 signed baseballs by every twins grade of all time, and I didn't even know I owned them anymore. Wow, so I that's should probably awesome. put them on display. Tony Oliva's in there, Harmon Killebrew's in there. Hall got all famers, kinds yeah. of good Yeah, absolutely. Herbeck signed one, which I tried to turn down, but he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> he
3: ruined your ball. <laughs> he
2: ruined he ruined the baseball by signing it. But yeah, I got to do something with those. They're they're pretty damn cool, man. Absolutely. I just I and I think that's why I what I'm trying to do right now, I guess, is explaining to people why I get so emotional about the twins, because I've been that mm-hmm. close to them since, for my whole life, my 62 years, man. Take it's, the
4: time that that you would ordinarily watch a game which now would drive you up the bleeping wall and organize the baseballs in some type of case or something. So instead of trying to watch yeah. a Twins game and get pissed off, you can be relaxed and having fun as you look at, the, at these baseballs signed by these Hall of Fame players.
2: Who was the center fielder for the Twins back in the Bombo Rivera era? What was his name again? It started with an F. Willie oh, Norwood? No, Willie Norwood was on that team, but there was another guy. He played center field some. There was another guy... There was Hoskin Powell? Hoskin Powell. There. That's, I have a great Hoskin Powell story. Okay. I, was at, I was at the Lunds and Byerly's there in St. Louis Park. And mm-hmm. and he was in there. Hoskin Powell was in there. And I think Hoskin might have just come from a party or something. Wasn't drunk. That's not what I'm saying at all. But he he had a head of lettuce, and he was just staring at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? He was just staring at a head of lettuce. I'm mm-hmm. like... You could take that with you if you want. <laughs> he
4: pro- he probably
2: thought, "I wish the baseball was that big. Yeah, it was I could hit it."
4: That's what he was. Thinking. He was conceptualizing the day that the baseball would be as big a- as that, so he could hit it.
2: How great is that? Hit a baseball the size of a head of lettuce, man. That'd be pretty tough to foul that one off, even. Yeah, yeah, that
4: would be. He, he's also the one that there's, I think this is on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. And it's on because it's, I think, Harry Carey and Jimmy Pearsall narrating it. But at a White Sox game in Comiskey in the late 70s, and this is not going to surprise you one bit, somebody threw an inflatable doll on the field. And so the camera pans over to Hoskin in like the right field corner going to get it. <laughs> to I don't know if he gave, gave it to the to um to a groundskeeper or what, but so Pearsall and Harry who were absolutely crazy oh, are, ner- are
2: narrating
4: them. this and they're sh- and of course they're showing it and he's picking up this inflatable doll. It was great,
2: Judd. What did Jimmy Pearsall say about the the women sitting behind the plate at that one game? I want a bunch of. Horny broads looking for a free ride. Remember he said that on the air. What? (laughs) Oh, Pierce. Oh, yeah, Jimmy (laughs) Pierce. That's wild. (laughs) Jimmy. This is on national television on WGN, which went nationally at the time. he He made Harry seem stable. Oh, God, yes. But hey, look behind the plate. All the players' wives are back there. They're all yep. getting together to enjoy the game. Long pause. Yeah, a bunch of horny broads looking for a free ride. <laughs> Jimmy, Jesus Holy Anna. Are you- how do you really feel, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. How do you really? Could you imagine his... if you're a
3: casual watcher and you're like cleaning out your garage as it's on the little TV and you hear that? I mean, that would stop you in your tracks. That right.
1: would be It odd. sounds like his wife had an affair with a baseball player. Well, yeah, it
3: sounds like there's some projection There's, there's, yeah, is there's is what something we're gonna going to say to that. There. Yeah. Well,
4: well the... he he went. What what was it? Um, the movie "Fear Strikes Out" is oh, about him. Movie. He he had a meltdown, a mental breakdown on the field, right? He yes, he did. And yes. so, like he was, he was emotionally unstable. For his 100th career home run, he ran the bases backwards.
2: He did indeed. And one like time he
4: was—that's that's, yeah, that's pretty issues. cool. That I like that
1: story. He ran? He, did they still count the home run? Did they make him turn around and run it the right way
2: after that? Nope, no. He also at the old <laughs> Met Stadium showed up. And he had his baseball cap on. Showed up wearing a beetle wig.
4: <laughs> what? Oh, wait, I didn't know that. That's all. Awesome. Oh, you never knew that.
2: I don't know if there's no. a picture of it, up, but he, yeah, he went onto the field wearing a beetle wig under his. <laughs> <head>. <laughs>
4: That's great.
2: That guy was a piece of work, man. Oh he's, yeah, we lost him now, and he? he's no longer with us. I don't think. I think he, yeah, I think he passed died. a few
4: years ago. But no, that that era of baseball too, we had some oh. just absolute characters. Jim Jim Bouton's Ball Four, which love now it. is tame, love it, is an unbelievable book where it's like pointing out what a bad guy Mantle was. That Mi- Mickey was just a you know, boozing hound
2: in all of this. Well, he said in the book that that. Mantle would go out of his way to slam the, the bus window down on a little kid's hands.
3: Oh, my God. Jeez, like it's
2: in the book, yeah.
3: That's unwell. It's like,
2: Mickey, why don't you calm down a little bit here? You're harming children here. Calm down. <laughs>
3: You're literally harming babies. <laughs> what the what hell? What is wrong with you?
2: Yeah, I guess he had an ego on it. Well, he's a phenomenal baseball player. You couldn't take oh, that away God. from him. He was amazing. But guys... Guys back then were far
4: worse as far as humans than, than guys are now, I think.
2: Yeah. Like, there's
4: some stories about, I, I mean, they were toxic people and, and they were drunk so much. There, there's a story, I forget if this was in Belton's book. There's a story one day, it was a Saturday, uh, it was a Sunday afternoon game after a Saturday night Yankees game. Mm-hmm. And Mantle got ejected. And it turned out he basically told the umpire, okay, I'm going to say something, eject me. I'm so hungover. I have no interest in playing this game.
2: There you go. I love that. I, uh, the, my favorite story about him and Billy Martin, there's no doubt about it. You know this story, don't you? You're, you're smiling. It,
4: de- it depends which one, but, yeah, I know. I've read a bunch. They're hilarious.
2: So Billy Martin hits a double. He's moved over to third base. He's standing on third base with one out, and Mickey Mantle comes to the plate, and Mickey Mantle told this story. That's why I know the story's true because Mickey Mantle told this story. Sure. Mickey Mantle comes to the plate, one out, Billy Martin on third base. <laughs> Mickey Mantle said, "I because you have to remember, Yankee Stadium had a short porch, a really pretty short porch back then in mm-hmm. right field. Mantle said, I hit the ball as hard as I've ever hit a baseball in my life. He said, I know it went over 400 feet. There's no question. He said, the second I hit it, everybody knew it was out in the parking lot. Not only did it not stay in the stadium, it was in the parking lot. Right, he said. As I'm rounding first, I look over and Billy Martin's tagging up. <laughs> How great is that? See, you know that's when sports were fun, man. These guys were all nuts and just having a ball. Oh God, yeah. Well, what it was? The, the legend is it was
4: Mantle, Martin, Whitey Ford. Whitey right, Ford, there, there was yeah. that group of guys who would just go out after games and tear up the city.
2: God, what a ball. And I, I, I'll close with this because I know you got to go, Judd, but, but we were just talking about that the other day. Being invited into the locker room at the original Yankee Stadium, not the one now, but the original one, mm-hmm. standing in front. And I didn't even realize it until I looked up and saw, and then I looked down and there were footprints painted. I was standing in front of Babe Ruth's locker. You know how that wow. felt? It was like, I'm sta- this is where Babe Ruth used to stand. God, wow. that was overwhelming. It was a wonderful experience, I'll tell you that. That is really cool. Yeah, you know, it's like after the show every day, you know, when everybody leaves, I, I sit in Tevin's chair. go, God, Tevin Pittman was sitting mm-hmm. here. We fight over it. They're putting my chair in the radio hall of fame. Right
4: yeah. It's man. going to the Pavic yeah. right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. driving yes. past
3: my house to the Pavic. <laughs> and he's going to, salute saluted as it drives uh, by. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> I'll be outside in full, full, what, whatever. Radio, get up is yeah you know, right with the salute, with sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweatpants and a hoodie.
2: I gotta, I know you gotta go, but I gotta point out you're a lucky man living that close to a Lunds and Byerly's. That's all I'm saying. They're going back to work. They're not going on strike. They're going. Oh, are they good? To, yes, they're good. going. They're going back to work.
4: Who? My target, and Lunds Lunds and, Byerly's. and Byerly's. they, they are were right on there, strike. Yep.
2: They were thinking about they going on strike. They got talking
4: yeah. about it. Oh
1: my
2: gosh, that would have been devastating. That would it would have been horrible.
4: Bernard yeah. <laughs> would have been like, I. I'm out of food and I don't know what to do. There's nowhere else to go, is what there?
2: The, where's my chicken sandwich roll up thing that I love so much <laughs> that you guys sell? The cherry chicken wrap.
4: Yeah.
2: Yum. Oh, I love ooh, that. Oh, hold on. That sounds good. Oh, God. It's phenomenal. Ooh, I love a good wrap. Why don't you quit you your job and stay till 10 o'clock?
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I work for the same company. I'm not sure that would work.
2: <laughs> all right, Pally. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
4: All right, everybody. See you, That's you later. Judge's all
2: good. Ladies and gentlemen, score north. And of course, we uh, well, we won't have Phil on on Friday because there's no show Friday. So, no, nope. are you going to do a show Friday? I, I'm not going to. I mean, I don't
0: know if Brittany planned on it, but Brittany, doesn't Brittany even said she's do a coming show in. When she's she's going to do one since yeah. she wasn't on the boat. She's
3: going to come even, in and do a show. I don't even come in on days that we do the do show. Do the show, yeah. So why would I come in on a day we don't do the show? It's a Very good point. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, for everybody listening, though, best Doves will start Friday, and then there'll be best-ofs uh, throughout all next week.
3: Oh,
2: Indeed. Our convenient. first vacation after four months of being on the show. But I will say again, thank you to everybody out on the street. And by the way, Brittany and I were talking about this when we ran down the hall. There are more people in this building listening to this show now. Every time I go in the hall, they go, hey, good show today, man. That's awesome. Yeah, people in this building love the show. So that's nice to hear. But
3: it's also insulting if you have a radio station in your building and you still are like, eh, I'll pass. So like, I'm not listening to that <laughs> crap. Forget be more it." More for them. Like sometimes we talk about like the parking lot that uh, you work in.
2: Yeah. That would be hard to take. I'm in the same building and I still won't listen. It's like, "Holy Hannah.
3: We it's, are you are our demographic if you work <laughs> in this building."
2: That's very true, actually. All right. We better take our final break. Be right back and wrap things up right after this.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
2: You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust, who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River, from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show
2: Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Got Only ten minutes to go. We're wrapping it up already. What the hell?
3: There you go. Mm-hmm.
2: Explain it to me.
3: And then we got a the family show is going to be iconic. People have been talking about this episode.
2: Yes, that's what I understand. Just because Andy will be back, is yep. that why?
3: Yep, bringing back Andy.
2: But yeah, we got that, and then we got uh, we got yeah we got the family podcast. Then we got we're going to shoot a, a promo video.
3: We oh, yeah, I was told to not look like uh, I can't remember the wording.
0: I said, uh, you don't need your Sunday best, but 60% effort would be
3: great. appreciate
2: it. <laughs> Which is like 40% more I put effort on than Brittany raw
3: today. You're welcome. So did I. Big deal. <laughs> Big deal.
2: Pitts <laughs> McGee, the old mm-hmm. nickname. You know, it was unbelievable.
3: Pitts McGee.
2: It all worked out. <laughs> oh, God. What a world this is. That's all I have to say. Um, how would you like this? You let your dog out to go pee. hmm. And your dog comes back in with a grenade in its mouth. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Holy Anna.
3: Where am I living in this scenario?
2: DeKalb County. That's. Uh, is that North Dakota? Is it. DeK- well, there are DeKalb. There's a DeKalb in Illinois. Illinois. Oh, yeah, in yeah, in Illinois, there's a mm-hmm. DeKalb, yeah. Uh, this is DeKalb, Georgia. Huh. There you go. DeKalb County, Georgia. DeKalb County uh, police evacuated homes in Ellenwood, the subdivision, after a, neighborhood, uh, a neighbor found. Uh, Well, it says a neighbor found an explosive device in the trash. It wasn't a neighbor. It was a dog Mm -hmm. that found it. Uh, Channel 2's Tom Regan uh, learned that it was a neighborhood dog that led officials to the explosive device. The neighbor, who didn't wish to be identified, and uh, this morning he noticed, uh, said this morning that he noticed trash strewn in his front and back yards, told his teenage children to go clean it up. Uh, we have this loose dog in the neighborhood who's just, oh, so it wasn't anybody's dog. It's just a wandering dog found a <laughs> grenade. Jesus. Went in the backyard. It was a gun clip and what looked like a fake grenade. When I went out there, I was like, no, no, that's not a fake grenade. Oh, my God. I'd like to walk God. up on a bunch of on a dog with a grenade.
3: I would not. I, I rest in peace, care. robot. <laughs> I would n- say, robot, go farther.
2: Okay, which one of you did this to me? Uh-oh. Because we were just arguing about strawberry and grape jelly yesterday in mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the correct answer is grape jelly. <gasps> for me, it, it is. For, yeah, for anybody that's has so got So look what somebody it's took not, up on my no. <laughs> <laughs> look Oh, at that. that's cranberry
3: sauce. Cranberry sauce.
2: It's cram- got a whole picture of cranberry sauce. How do you feel about the cranberry
3: computer. in the can? No,
2: gross. If it, oh, it, I hate it. If it, it oh,
3: looks no. like the shape
0: that. of the can, no. Absolutely not. See, this one's got the ribbing on it. It's so classically good. It's Corn syrup. It's
3: gelatinous.
0: Gross. I am such a
3: snob about so many things, but then things are nostalgic to me, and that Mm. is one of them, and I love that. Like, mix a little of that with whatever the dressing is, and... Even stove top that fine. I'll I'm eat gonna
2: be it. honest with you. I can't even look at that anymore. Ugh. the yeah, Cranberry it, in the can. If
0: you want to call it cranberry jello, then I'm in. But don't call it cranberry sauce because it's not yeah. sauce. It's, it's a weird, gelatinous, hard. I like the cranberry sauce where there's still like a little big, like bigger chunks of cranberry oh, in it. Oh, me too. There's a spoon too. that you dish at That's the way you go. But me, to slice it, no way.
3: Me too. But I'm not turning my plate away from the can-shaped glob that that is. Mm.
2: Gross. The can-shaped glob. Yum. I like it. So you do like it?
3: I do like it.
2: Oh, my God. I
3: hate that I like it. It's like those little cheese squares that come wrapped in plastic. That reminds me of my childhood. Oh, like the singles, craft singles? it tastes terrible, but it reminds me of my childhood. So whenever I, like, even get near one, I'm like, eat it, hate it, eat it.
2: Okay, there's another one. going to have to run it by you. It's bad enough looking at that gelatinous crap. Major League Baseball will torment fans with Pepsi-flavored ketchup. I heard about this. Oh, what the hell is oh, that?
3: That's a oh, hard pass. Ex- hard pass. <laughs> well, there's so... Okay, let's hard break it pass, down, though, baby. for a second. There is so much sugar in ketchup that yeah. there might mm-hmm. not be that many ingredients that are different between the two.
0: Yeah, I don't even like Pepsi-flavored Pepsi.
2: You don't like Pepsi? I'm a Coke guy. Absolutely. You know what's weird? I am a... Coca-Cola guy but a Diet Pepsi guy. I don't mm-hmm. like Diet Coke. Okay.
3: My husband loves Pepsi. Loves yeah. Pepsi. Yeah. Loves it.
2: I just want to know who is asking for ketchup
1: to be flavored like I Pepsi. Exactly. I think ketchup Very good point.
3: flavored as anything but ketchup is not the jam for me. Cuz didn't right. mm-hmm.
1: we already try this with like the purple ketchup and the green ketchup and
3: Oh, I made a big no. old mistake too. We bought the I told Justin to pick me up ketchup at Costco and he bought the off brand.
1: Nope. Fireable it, offense.
2: That's I almost
3: <laughs> changed my last name back to Hagen. Almost. But then yeah. I saw there was paperwork, and I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no.
2: See, this worked out because I, I cannot stand ketchup. I know
3: you can't. You're a barbecue sauce it. guy.
2: I'm a barbecue sauce guy all the way. And it, that can't be too sweet either. Yeah. Ketchup is just way too sweet for me. Yeah, I love it. Do they have ketchup that's not sweet? Maybe I'd like they, that. They
0: do have some sort of unsweetened, but you've got to go with the glass jar. Oh, you you do. can't do the Heinz. Mm. Like, you got to do the actual like glass jar oh. where you scoop it out with a oh, spoon. Oh, I see yeah. what
2: you're saying. So, what are so
3: you and your spoons? A, How many right. spoons? First the
2: cranberry sauce. Okay, rich sauce.
0: man.
3: <laughs> spoons?
0: <laughs> you and your yeah. spoons. Hang on. Let me put my monocle in and get my cranberry sauce <laughs> and I scoop up with a spoon. It's
3: all about spoons. How much room do you have in what your
0: dishwasher?
3: <laughs> Look at you with utensils. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, you guys. are you guys going to go watch fireworks on the 4th of July? Uh,
3: Probably I, not. I'll be at my cat or my parents' cabin, and so I'll probably by proximity end up. I'll probably take GoGo on the dock and see if she's into it.
2: And where is that?
3: Webster, Wisconsin, right next to oh, Siren. Oh, Webster, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, Oh, no, I love Webster. It's a great oh. town. Are you going to go to the poorhouse? And- I was
3: just going to say, you're not legally allowed to go right. to Siren again because of your poorhouse house. Because stuff. of my
2: poorhouse experience?
3: Shenanigans. Well, I think it was a
2: good idea for four guys to take on 150 other guys. That was a really good, smart move. Uh,
3: I want to go in there with some Tom Bernard gear that I have and to see what conversations are striked up.
2: You ever hear that story, Tevin? Oh, yeah. When you yeah, started yeah. a brawl. I didn't start That's the brawl. My friend started the brawl. <laughs> Hit a guy in the face with a beer bottle. That went over really well with the 150 <clears throat> against four uh. people. That was great. Nah. But the last time I was there, I went in and I bought some beer to take to my friend's house. And the guy said, listen to the show every day, man. So that was nice. all right. So it must have got a change in management then. Well, that was point. a liquor store right next oh, okay. to it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it wasn't actually. I I think it might. Is it actually attached to the, the poor house? It might be. I think it they, is. I'm not sure.
3: They renovated the whole building after yeah, the did. tornado that went yeah. through. It looks nice. I haven't been in there in forever but god. it looks nice
2: a friend of mine had a cabin up in siren we used to go up there oh my god you could consume up there yeah. holy <laughs> god. god
3: you could consume the, up there is the like...
1: smaller the town in wisconsin the more beer you're able to drink and purchase at one time
2: and don't forget to go buy louis finer meats in cumberland because it's the best butcher shop in the world that's all i'm saying yeah I'm... huge fan of the show too by the way
3: Otherwise, the other good one is that McDonald's, uh, it's called like McDonald's something uh, when you drive up north. Really? McDonald's like Butchery. Pro-
1: like yes. Oh, OK. It's or name,
3: the guy's like last name is McDonald's, but it's not associated with the,
2: the hamburger joint. No.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm biased. You have to, if you're going for like a butcher shop, it's Peterson Craftsman Meats. That's the go-to. So there you go. Yeah. You got your yeah. spot. Yep. You gotta got to have a spot. And yeah. it helps I went to high school with him. But yeah, it's phenomenal.
2: Oh, you know what? you only got a few minutes left, so it's a good time to mention that one of our special guests tomorrow is going to be Dougie Sprinthal is coming on the Ooh. show.
3: Ooh. So
2: that'll be good.
3: We'll Sprinthal. see if we let him in.
2: Yeah, you know, m- maybe we should just not let him in. I like that. What do you think?
3: We'll see if he has any wheels and deals for us for his new dealership.
2: I couldn't agree more. There's no question. But yeah, it'll be great to have Dougie in studio.
3: Does he switch <clears throat> up cars a lot? or Does he what? Does he switch up cars a lot? No,
2: not really, no. Really? No, matter of fact, if you want to sell your used car, you should call Dougie because he said he's look. They've sold so many cars that he needs to find some more used cars to sell. So if you want to sell your car, call Doug. Car call Doug. That'll be good. Dougie right?
3: Fresh. Yeah, Rudy. There you go. <sighs>
2: flagship spot wood.
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: hate that. Yeah. Just horrifying. Yeah, I know that's always the worst
0: when you're at a friend's house and they're like, "Hey, this guy owns a gardening service. You should hire him." You're like, "Yeah, thanks for making me spend money that I didn't know I wanted to spend." Yeah, thanks.
2: A lot, of, a lot of dough coming <laughs> on you. Okay, we'll close with this. So are you guys going to go watch the 4th of July fireworks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are. And where are you, will you watch them, Rudy? I, I will probably end up being up north, so probably like Grand Rapids or something. Okay. Yeah.
0: Devin?
1: I don't know. We'll probably figure it out on the 4th of July and Nothing special. Go from there?
2: Yeah. We'll be at
3: my cabin, so we'll probably... And you're at the cabin, yeah, you said.
2: Yeah. That's right. You don't need a flashy destination to celebrate 4th of July. Just fire up uh, the grill and invite people over. But if you are looking for uh, maybe to travel a little bit, can't go wrong with the festivities of a lot of bigger cities. Oh, so they're not just talking about in your town. It's like which city you should go to to watch mm-hmm. the fireworks.
3: Which, where are you going from?
2: Uh, we'll be back in town by then. Yeah. Yeah, because we're, uh, we're leaving tomorrow, but we're coming back Sunday night, and then the 4th of July is on Tuesday, right?
3: Yeah, do you guys go anywhere for it, or can you see some from your house?
2: You can't see any from our house, I know that. So I don't, I don't know where we'll be going, or if we will be going. Um, they uh, considered things like public fanfare and fireworks, affordability, activities, weather and safety, and accessibility. Uh, the number one place, I don't know, I this I don't believe, number one place in America to watch fireworks is in Los Angeles. It's a little too crowded to be watching fireworks, yeah. isn't it?
3: always yeah. top this list.
2: Well, and it's probably, I don't know, somebody's big budget firework
1: display. I could see it. But it, doesn't, it? it doesn't feel, it, L.A. doesn't have a 4th of July town feel. Like, you have to go somewhere small up north.
2: Well, you'll be happy to know the lowest rated place to watch fireworks, you should never go there, is Birmingham, Alabama.
1: I think you should not go to Birmingham, Alabama <laughs> in general. What about Martin Luther King, though? Okay, outside of him. But I will there tell you, much else going have you for.
2: ever been in Birmingham? I uh, have not, no. The drive into that town, because you, you go, I can't remember, it's Highway 5, I think, or County Road 5 or some damn thing. But you get off the freeway and you go through, I don't know, probably about a mile and a half before you get into Birmingham. Every business on both sides of that street is closed. They close down every one of them. Going there, going to Birmingham is very sad because of Martin, you know, MLK. But it's just, this is where he was from, and they just – have done nothing to class the place up at all Uh, i'm not saying it's a dump but you would think that they would have you know put some money into the joint yeah that would have been good all right that's gonna do it yet again got one more show tomorrow got a lot of work left to do today so we'll stay after it there you go talk to you tomorrow